This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sta'inu bis sabri wa salati inna allaha ma'as sabirin. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين My brothers and sisters, in the previous episode, we spoke about the prohibition of intoxicants as well as gambling and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of some of the reasons. Some people ask a question, why did Allah create things and then ask us not to engage in them or not to participate or not to do them? Why did he not just leave them and not create them at all and only tell us to worship him through instructions and obligations? Well, Allah tests us with both asking us to do things as well as asking us to stay away from things. From the very beginning, if you recall, at the time of Adam alayhi salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him one thing, and that was, don't go near the tree. Allah wants to be worshipped in that way. He chose that. We are his worshippers. Adam alayhi salatu was salam ate from the tree. He sought the forgiveness of Allah. He was forgiven and he was sent onto the earth. We are asked not to eat certain things, not to drink certain things. If we were to fall into that, it will plunge us into crisis. Sometimes while questioning the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, people begin to dwindle in faith, not realizing the harms of these things. It's enough for Allah to tell us, don't do this without explaining why. He is the Lord. He has the right to do that. But Out of his kindness, he explains at times what will happen if we partake or participate in that which is prohibited. For example, in verse number 91 of Surah Al-Ma'idah, after explaining the prohibition of alcohol as well as gambling, he tells us, إِنَّمَا يُرِيدُ الشَّيْطَانُ أَن يُوقِعَ بَيْنَكُمُ الْعَدَاوَةَ وَالْبَغْضَاءَ فِي الْخَمْرِ وَالْمَيْسِرِ وَيَصُدَّكُمْ عَنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَعَنِ الصَّلَاةِ It is an abomination from the handiwork of the devil. Will you not stay away from it, he says. Then he says, Shaitan or the devil wants to create hatred and enmity amongst you through the partaking of intoxicants and the participation in gambling. And he says, Allah says, Shaitan wants to distract you from the remembrance of Allah, developing your relationship with Allah and prayer. So Allah explains it to us. If you take a look at those whose lives are all about intoxicants and gambling, there is always something wrong with their remembrance of Allah and their prayer. And many times they're involved in feuds and fights, enmity and hatred. Well, Allah told that to us. The crisis was created as a result of consumption of something that Allah told us not to consume. Or the crisis was created as a result of participating or doing that which Allah warned us about with an explanation. Yet 
He didn't need to explain. Many times Allah does not explain. He says this is not allowed and that's not allowed. And he doesn't offer an explanation because he doesn't have to. He is the Lord. But at times he actually explains why. He gives us a few reasons. There may be many more. This is only for us to realize the favor of Allah upon us. Amazing. My brothers and sisters, Allah tells us, You want the comfort? You need to follow Allah, follow the messenger. Be careful. Be warned. If you're going to turn away, you need to know the duty of the messenger is only to convey clearly the message. The message has been conveyed. Some of the consequences have been conveyed. Allah says, by you taking heed, you're doing yourself a favor. You're not doing the messenger a favor, nor are you doing Allah a favor. But it's part of the favor of Allah to explain to you that if you do this, then this negativity will come into your life. Aren't we searching of comfort in crisis? Yes, we're searching for comfort in crisis, indeed. So to achieve that comfort, my brothers and sisters, we must make sure that we understand the plan of the Almighty and the harms and dangers in those things that Allah has made prohibited. And this is why Allah tells us in verse number 94, something very interesting. He loves it when we stay away from things for his sake. He loves it when we stay away from prohibitions that he has declared prohibited from the very beginning, from the time of Adam alayhi salatu wasalam, that is the plan of Allah. So Allah says, when you are embarking on the pilgrimage, certain things I will prohibit because I want to prohibit them. And those things that I've prohibited, in order for you to prove your consciousness of me and your relationship with me and your love of me, I will dangle them in front of you just to test you who from among you stays away knowing that this is wrong and it's prohibited. Subhanallah, only to test you, Allah allows certain things he has prohibited to be accessible to you and he makes it easy for you to, to achieve that, but you stay away for his sake. What does that prove? Subhanallah, when a person is married for the sake of their spouse, they would sometimes stay away from adultery, etc. But if you were to do it for the sake of Allah, it is far broader and you will achieve the happiness of your spouse too. Subhanallah, even if the person comes to you and really asks you to commit the sin with them, if you were to abstain bearing Allah in mind, Aren't you on a higher level? You achieve the comfort. You're no longer worried about being caught and so on. My brothers and sisters, those who have fallen, seek the forgiveness of Allah. Listen to verse number 94 of Surah Al-Ma'idah. Very interesting. Ya amanu believe in the condition of ihram, which is a certain condition that those engaging in the pilgrimage need to get into. Allah says, in that condition, we will test you by some of the hunting animals that will be so close, close range of your hands as well as your spears. It will be so easy, so tempting for you to hunt and we prohibited hunting for you in that condition. So Allah says, when you're in that condition of ihram, you're not allowed to hunt. 
Why? Because Allah said so. That's it. You must busy yourself trying to remember Allah and engaging in other acts of worship. It's not all about running behind the hunting animal in that particular condition. So Allah says, but <clears throat> in order to test you who from amongst you really fears Allah or is conscious of Allah or has developed the correct relationship with Allah, he will test you by letting those animals come right close to you. Subhanallah. And Allah says, in order to know who is conscious of Allah, who fears Allah, when no one is watching besides Allah. Amazing. So those who stay away, they have the correct relationship with Allah. May Allah grant us that comfort and the goodness. This verse, although it is speaking about those who are going on the pilgrimage in that condition, but the meaning is broader. Brothers and sisters, when things are prohibited, sometimes Allah might test you by making it accessible. It is so tempting to earn money in the wrong way. Allah says, do you prefer me or you prefer the money that is earned in a wrong way? Subhanallah, it's up to you to prove yourself to Allah. That's Allah giving you a chance to prove yourself to him. And he will give you the comfort as a result of that. The blessings they are in halal income, such that even if you were to try your best with haram income, you would never be able to achieve what you would achieve by a little bit of halal income. The blessings, what we seek from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The same applies when adultery is very easy to commit and you still stay away from it. You've arrived at a different level in your relationship with Allah. When doing something totally wrong, whether it be intoxicants or gambling, when it is so easy, so tempting, others have made money, others are saying certain things, but you know between you and Allah, Allah says, don't do it. It is an abomination from the handiwork of the devil and you stay away from it. Allah protects you from crisis. Allah gives you the comfort that you will only be able to taste when you've developed that beautiful, correct relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us from his mercy. I want to end this episode by speaking about a very interesting topic that will bring about a lot of comfort. My brothers and sisters, people think they will derive comfort by interfering in the lives of others in a negative way. So talk about them behind their backs and you think you're going to get anything, you won't. Interfere and involve in their lives, worry about what others are doing, their sins and their, you know, their evil without being positive about it, which means if you are to instruct, and it's our duty to help people, to remind them, it should be in a beautiful, positive way, not in a negative way. We don't insult and abuse others, but rather we speak to them in a nice way or we send them a message or remind them with a beautiful reminder. So Allah says in verse number 105 of Surah Al-Ma'idah, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا عَلَيْكُمْ أَنفُسَكُمْ لَا يَضُرُّكُمْ مَنْ ضَلَّ إِذَا اهْتَدَيْتُمْ إِلَى اللَّهِ مَرْجِعُكُمْ جَمِيعًا O you who believe, be concerned about yourselves. Those who are astray will not harm you. They will not hurt you at all if you yourselves are rightly guided. From this we learn, I need to be worried about myself before others. 
Yes, I must be concerned in a positive way about others. Don't get me wrong. We're not saying don't remind people of what's right and wrong. No, you must, but in a beautiful way. Before that, remember yourself. Always be concerned about yourself before others. Anything bad, worry about yourself. When we say worry about yourself, we're talking about bad deeds. Make sure you're not engaging in it. Make sure while trying to correct others, you don't slip into misguidance. Make sure that you don't develop your ego and pride simply because you want to correct someone whom you have seen doing wrong. And that's why Allah says, all of you are going to return to Allah. May Allah grant us the ability to be concerned about ourselves and to reach out to others in a beautiful way. Aqulu qawli hadha wa sallallahu wa sallama wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sta'inu bis sabri wa salati inna Allah ma'as sabirin